When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. Oh my gosh, Bradley, I was home taking care of my boyfriend yesterday after surgery and I got into another Timu order. Oh! So I've been avoiding it because I know that I can just, you know, pick up so many things that I think I need. Okay, so what did you put in your Timu order for this? Uh, moment. Okay, I can tell you. And now I did get twelve dollars so, off. I just want to let you guys know this is like the mm, bargain hunters version of Amazon, and it's spelled T E M U. So you don't need to email and ask how we spell that app that Don uh, and f- now myself have become obsessed with, and soon to be Mike T E M U. What's that? Soon. Soon. Yeah, soon to be me. He has oh not yet. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I just saw on here um, a toothpick crossbow, a mini crossbow where you can put a toothpick in it. Oh my God. That's dangerous. <laughs> I love it. That's Do you remember so fun. though? Um, what did you actually buy though? Oh, you, put, 20 you don't have to tell things. us. You don't have to tell us all 20 things that you put in your thing, but like what kinds of stuff did you put in your car? Um, things that I can save for Christmas. Oh, um, smart. Um, a lot of. How do I find my orders? Girl. Seriously, you need me to come over there and show you how to look at your orders? I'm trying to find it. Go to your profile. Okay. Click on orders. Okay. You can do it. Oh, my profile. See? Mm -hmm. It's really that easy. Okay. By the way, I've got uh, one thing arriving. They did like a partial. Ooh, I got a special gift. Get an item for free. I love this I didn't know how to do that. you I, just open the app and it'll tell you, and so you get to pick an item for free. And legit, it's a free item. I didn't. I, like I think I had t- that one, but I had to choose between that and another gift. I can get no. I can get compression socks. Yeah. I can get a children's swimming cap. Okay. I can get an ice silk mask, a cream steam bomb. What I don't is know what that? that is. But okay, what did you put in your order? Did you find put, it yet? I did. Okay. Oh, yes. Okay. We I are got not these getting little... paid by Timu, by the way. No, so they do not, don't This care. is not advertising. But hey, if they do want to advertise, call us. We know people. I got some oval. That's true. I have some oval earrings that have two little crows on them. It's kind of like an Edgar Allan Poe look. You, your I face. I do like. Well, no, I'm just wondering what's the what's the connection do you I'm love creepy that? um <laughs> <laughs> wait hold on <laughs> that i like is true. creepy things and i had some premonition once about long time ago that i need to go to flagstaff actually i was driving by through flagstaff and i thought i'm gonna come back here 
at some point, and we approached the sign, and two crows were sitting in opposite directions on the sign. And I looked at them, and I'm like, yes, I have to go to... Have I gone yet in my life? No. No, this is what I love about Dawn. She'll say these things. It's not the right time. It's not the right time. Something's going to happen in Flagstaff. Oh, she. This is the thing I love about Dawn. She'd be like, "I've always wanted to do this thing." Like, for example, this year I learned <laughs> I've always wanted to report live from Gobbler's from Knob. Gobbler's Gooch or whatever. <laughs> oh my God. Gobbler's Knob. Because, yeah. Oh, as Groundhog if Gobbler's Day. Knob is any more unoffensive, <laughs> inoffensive. Okay, so yeah, and that's Groundhog. She Day. She says that she wants to do this for Groundhog Day. I'm like. That's not like an unachievable goal. Especially that's not a goal. Media. Like, I, for example, I want to go back to Japan because I went there when in college. Yeah, I could go, but like, it takes a lot of it takes a lot of money. You got to be gone I'm for a saving. long time. I'm, you know, we host a show. I can't be gone for two weeks or more. So, like, that's an unachievable goal. You can. Li- we will probably like they ain't gonna pay you. But I guarantee B. Arthur would let you broadcast live from Gobbler's Gooch. <laughs> I and... need a professional camera, though. I need no, like a news crew. No, you don't. Have I you do... met the world? It's called your iPhone. I want to be 4K. a real reporter, okay? You and don't I want think real reporters? You... I... Look, we have gotten press credentials for Comic-Con. You can get press credentials for, for Gobbler's, Gobbler's Knob. Knob. You think so? That's a lot of competition. It it's also like sounds the world offensive. Goes there. It doesn't matter. No, I'm just saying. More the thing about I my love her. Order. The thing I love about <laughs> Dawn is she's like, I've always my whole life wanted to go to Flagstaff. Well, you know, Arizona. I've been tied down with a kid, and then I had what? jobs. Anyway, that was how many years ago? Okay, she's thirty. Okay, exactly. Now, go wait, to Flagstaff. I'm... What if your future? <laughs> I want to tell you about my team. Do order. you? Do you? What else do you have in there? You're gonna love this one. It's a hip trainer, buttock lifting no, massage no. <laughs> machine. You got to see the picture. It, it, it massages only your butt. Two ninety eight, and you you put it on, and it it's good for. Um, oh, the item is sold out. I guess I don't get yeah, that. Yeah, see, this is the thing I will tell you about Timu and Mike. Feel free to interject because I kind of get it. I get that. Those who are not on Timo are probably like, what's going on? What is all this about? But frequently, the things that you want will be sold out. And it's usually temporary. Like, they will send you an alert saying, oh, that thing you wanted is back now. Look. (laughs) Mike. Yeah. Mike. I want to see a picture of this. How do I see it? It's offensive. It's not offensive. Please post a link in our show links page, Dawn. Okay. To that item. That is a... That is a... That is so an adult like, film costume. No, it's like, um, it's a thing to like. It's like a belt that you butt. put on your butt cheeks. Here what it is. the heck is it supposed to? Why do you need to vibrate it's only your $3 butt cheeks? $3 to get, get it firmer. That is not going to make your butt firm. It says hip trainer buttock lifting massage how machine. $2.98. Well, I can't wait to try Smart it butt. for $2. <laughs> Smart butt? Read. <laughs> lifting. Sticker home office workout equipment machine for women yeah. men. That's the other thing about Timu. Everything they is just, every just a bunch of there. words. They just throw all the words yep. together. Okay, so that one is great. I'm going to yeah, I'm gonna have to take a picture you and need then to I'll start it. getting your free gifts because look at all these free gifts I can get. I don't think they offer me free gifts. Why? I don't know. Maybe I haven't ordered enough. I will say the more you order, they're like, since you've ordered three times already, you're gonna get an extra discount. Oh, oh. Something else. 
I ordered a bunch of cheap stuff for my cricket machine that I haven't used yet. Like tools, <laughs> vinyl. Um, yeah. I bought then, a bunch of stuff for a thing that I have not used. I haven't yet. used. It was my Christmas present, and I haven't used it yet because I don't know how, and it's overwhelming. Okay. Uh, then I got some uh, emergency um, bracelets that are paracord, and then it has like if you have this bracelet on emergency bracelet. Yeah, you know it has like paracord, and then a compass, and then it's a little tool um, to light Why a fire in case it all goes down. In case Last what goes down? Last of Us. In case Last you of Us think happens. that bracelet is going to help you? It's going to help me in the apocalypse. Can, you can do so much with this. You unravel it, and then it has like a fire starter tool. It has a whistle. It has a compass. This is going to if you're just running that? out of the building. This was a dollar seventy eight. Oh, okay, that's a good deal though. And I bought actually four different kinds. No, because I'm going to put four. One this on is the problem. Wrist. Dawn doesn't understand quantity. <laughs> like the last time she got an order from Timu, she ended up getting six of one thing because she doesn't understand how many things to put in her cart. No, and then I got some, um, oh, I I have another paracord that's longer, that's orange, two multifunctional Did you see the mini knives. Did you see my lunchbox? No. I'm going to show you my lunchbox. Okay, good. Who, who knew the only thing we needed to su- survive the apocalypse was a buck seventy-eight? That's awesome. Hey, it's better than nothing, Mike. <laughs> I mean, seriously, I would feel more secure. You can paracord is super important to have if you're trying to survive out in the woods. And I like the survivalist, you know, I that whole idea. It sounds like you might have an extra one or two. Can I? Can I take one from I, you? I definitely. Um, yeah. Okay. I will. I'll put one in your nice. Christmas stocking. I, I got that. a mouth guard. Ooh, did and you the, see my lunchbox? I did. See. Oh, that's cute. Isn't this beautiful? I got this for twelve dollars. Oh yeah. And it's got pockets, and it also has these. Um, I forget what you call this. It's like a military thing. It's like yeah. I have a backpack like this, and you can put hooks on it. Yeah. If you want to hang something off, like mm-hmm. a keychain or a yeah paracord. That's right. You would hang, hang a paracord or a little multifunctional mini knife. All I've right. Got four. Oh, two of those. 60 Japanese lazy egg stickers. Body cream for um, your we face. Honey, we have to go. You know why? Because when we come back, King Charles coronation is just around the corner. And I have all the details. I'm going to tell you exactly who's who and who's doing what at the king's coronation and where Queen Camilla shall be and why <laughs> you will always have to call her Queen Dawn. No! When we return right here on My Talk What Else. Hey, my talkers, Bradley here for my good friends at Dakota Dental. I love Dakota Dental, and so will you. And your whole family. Frankly, they have something for everyone. Regular checkups, other procedures maybe you've been putting off. Maybe you've put off going to the dentist in general for a while. Maybe, dare I say it, even years. Look, you're not alone. There's, like, totally nothing wrong with that. I have gone for periods of time in my life without going to the dentist regularly. I don't have that luxury anymore. I had a dental emergency And I'm so grateful that that dental emergency led me to the folks at Dakota Dental. They took care of my dental emergency. I'd cracked a tooth. They fixed the tooth. But then I went back for my regular checkup, exams, got a dental plan. And actually, right now, I'm in the process of getting a dental implant because I had a a problem tooth that uh, could not be fixed without an implant. And I'm so grateful I found Dakota Dental. They're one of the premium dental implant specialists and just great family dentists right here in Minnesota. Head to dakotadental.com today. Don't forget to tell him Bradley sent you. 
the adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. The coronation is coming up. It'll be here before we know it. King Charles will be officially King Charles. And Queen Consort will be. No, Dawn, she's going to be Queen Camilla. Okay. Henceforth, you shall call her Queen. Or off with your head. Oh! Good afternoon. Hello, I'm your royal correspondent, Bradley Trainer, speaking to you live from outside Buckingham Palace. Okay. Actually, I'm not, but I do have all the details, Dawn, okay. on how this is going to go down. And I'm very excited to tell you, you're going to be royally ticked off at at least one or two. Are these new things? I yeah. knew that her grandchildren were involved in the coronation. Yeah, but now I know exactly how. Okay. So you're going to get real I stink am. eye. Well, I'm already looking at your stink eye. Okay. I don't know if that was intentional or not, but uh looks like you were a little displeased, perhaps. It's fine. It's fine, she says. Well, here's the thing. Here's what we know. God, that band just keeps playing. It does. Yeah. We got to pay them? Yes. Oh, they don't they work deserve for free. it. Uh, the nine-year-old son of Prince William and Princess Catherine, aka Kate Middleton, as you know her, has a big role. You know his name is Prince George. <laughs> He's going to be a page. That's uh, fine. A page. Excuse me. That's okay. Are you like you have to approve? Yeah, I approve. I, yeah, that's because that comes from the other bloodline, the real. <laughs> Real oh, blood? King. Oh, she okay. is dirty. Okay. He will be a page for the king. Now, again, this, these are the details. And by the way, I'm so excited that we get to cover this event live, even though you're a little cranky about it, because, you know, I think you would prefer there to not be so much drama around King's King Charles' coronation. Yeah. Especially when it comes to Harry and Meghan. But anyway, I digress. Uh, Prince George is going to be a page for the king during the ceremony, and he is going to be, well, both the king and the queen. And by the way, put a pin in this, the invitations came out and there is no queen consort anymore. She is simply Queen Camilla. Oh, God. So you, we, we're going to have to call her that, Dawn. Uh-huh. Okay. I'm going to need you to practice saying Queen Camilla. No. Okay. Uh, But uh, both of them will be attended by four pages of honor during the coronation. Now, Prince George and three other boys are going to be the pages of honor attending King Charles throughout the ceremony. Now, the other, I don't know uh, if you remember these folks, but Lord Oliver Chalmondelli. I don't know how to say that name. I am not fancy enough. Chalmondelli. C-H-O-L-M-O-N-D-E-L-E-Y. Do you know how to say that? That's the right way. Lord Oliver Chalmondley. Yep, exactly. Then, the younger twin son of the Marquis of Chalmondley and his wife Rose, Nicholas Barkley and Ralph Talmachi. These are all of the pages. I'm probably butchering their names, but I'm not British. I don't know English. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. They say it. But they're all going to be the pages for the king and queen. So they will be surrounded by the pages. Okay. And then they will turn because that's what pages do. Uh, then Camilla, <laughs> her three grandsons... And a great nephew will be supporting her as their respective pages and will also form part of the procession as they go through the nave at Westminster Abbey. <sighs> so, why are you heavy sighing? Mm. How dare she come into this household? <laughs> it's just someone else's Dawn marriage. Is still bitter. And then weasel her way into marrying him, and now I she's just being. They're now they're involving the family of the mistress. I love how we like by we I mean you are getting <gasps> so up. I know, like, look, I get it. Like, I'm. I think you're representing what a lot of people feel, and I certainly was there when it came to Charles back in the day. Like, you cheated on your wife, and you expect yes. this woman to take on the highest role in the land. That was a legitimate feeling. But like 10, 20 years ago, because now it's like hair on this microphone. Yeah, I think it would be different if Diana were alive. Well, I think so, too. But right after she was not with us anymore. What do you Well, first of all, what do you mean by that? I think I probably I might not feel like this, this added extra, you know, I mean, because part of the reason why they were the paparazzi were pursuing her is because they were obsessed with, you know, following her every move. And then they started to be not nice to her. You know, they were nice for a very long time. So anyway, I digress. No, I'm fascinated by that. And I think you are absolutely representative of a lot of people and their feelings. I just feel like at this point I've gotten to the place where I'm like, well, he, he, I mean, does he not deserve to be happy? I guess you could say no, but like you know, he gets he's king now, and I don't know if you know this, but that's fine. He it's can not be happy, president, but I don't have to be happy about him being happy. That's true, right? That's true. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I don't have to be. Ha- what does that mean, though? I don't he can have to be, be happy, but I don't have to. I be don't happy. have to like it. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It just feels a little icky, you know. I mean, a lot of the stress that Diana had had to do with Camilla in her life. You know? Well, and it's not just Camilla. I mean, I, you know, frankly, Diana, I'm sure, caused a fair amount of stress in people's lives, too. Sure. But when it comes to the perfect. children, when it comes to the children, that's who I think about. I think about Harry and William. They had to grow up in this experience, you know, with parents who were at each other's throats. Right. Right. And I mean, that- truly, I would hold the parents more accountable than I would uh, oh, he's definitely Camilla. But then Camilla later, after Diana was long gone, as we learned in Prince Harry's memoir, just became the most self-serving. Yeah, the, so what I we totally learned in Spare made me yeah. confirmed that she's. I, t- I totally. I, again, I don't think you are alone at all in those feelings. But her kids still going to be a part of the coronation. Ah, bye, kid, yeah, grandkids. Bye. When we come back. 
we are going to interpret some dreams. And by we, I mean Dawn is going <laughs> to interpret some of your dreams right here on My Talk 107. Here for my good friends at Boulevard Auto Works. Are you behind on regular scheduled maintenance? Is that service light going off in your car? The check engine light? You got any other weird lights over there on that dashboard of yours? Going blink, blink. And you're like, I should probably get that taken uh, a look at. Well, guess what? Tom and his team right over in St. Anthony have been there for decades. Keeping cars in tip-top shape. So I can't think of a better place for you to bring your car when those warning lights go off. And frankly, that's what I do for scheduled maintenance. Uh, Most recently, I had them fix a problem with my trunk and uh, a couple lights that were actually going off, and I wasn't quite sure why. Tom and his team, right over in St. Anthony, are dedicated, as I said, to keeping your road in tip your road, your car in tip top shape and on the road. But they're also just a great group of people. They're great to work with. They're going to explain things in language you can understand, and they're not going to take you for a ride. Plus, with free courtesy cars and a car wash with every service, they're going to keep your car happy all year long. Sometimes I feel the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on my talk, 1071 Everything Entertainment. Hi! Hi! And now it is time to interpret dreams. Why don't you tell me about your dream? I was back in high school and I was supposed to take a test. I was naked at work again. I was driving my car and I couldn't control it. Then I fell off a cliff with Leonardo DiCaprio. Do you know what this dream means? Dreamweaver Dawn. Dreamweaver Dawn. You guys love to get your dreams interpreted by Dawn, and she has some uh, dreams today. Girl, you wanna do, do some dream interpretation? Yes, you can read them for me if you want. You wanna read them to me? Yeah, of okay, course. Okay, great. Uh, I will read you the delightful emails that we get from listeners and dear listeners. If you wanna join the fun, just send Dawn an email, but keep it brief and uh, keep it uh, current. <laughs> She'll tell you more on that at the end of the segment. Okay. From Joan. Joan says, Hey, John. Recurring dream. Many different venues. School, job, fair, church. With a group that always gets separated. Where I am always inadequately clothed. And often back in time. ID won't work in a time before I'm born. Always wake when I lose my money. I like how it just staccato. I love it. It's very uh, simple. Recall. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so it's more about, since it isn't I'm always at school, I'm not going to interpret it as a school dream. Since it's a bunch of different venues, it really doesn't matter which situation you're in. It's whenever you're uh, in a time of reverence or learning, you know, just things like this. There, It's more important that you're getting separated from the group. The group, everybody in that group is a part of your mind, okay? Different parts of you, and you're getting separated. And why does this happen? It happens because um, you are not doing well with the understandings that that you've learned. You're not trusting yourself that you're wise, first of all, because going back in time means that you would be starting from scratch oh. in a time that you don't. So up until this point, Joan, there are a lot of things that you've learned in your life, and those are all valuable. So make sure and tell yourself more often that you do know things, okay? And it tends to happen, um, you've got this feeling of being out of place and separated from the other parts of yourself in a time where you were vulnerable and honest. That's what the nakedness is about. Okay, so um, so when you're nude, you feel you said maybe something 
that you're like, oh, should I have said that? Or mm-hmm. you told your real feelings. You don't need to mask yourself so much. You can be open and honest, and that's okay. Just be firm in it and have it come from a place of wisdom. So you're saying going back in time, that was something I haven't heard before. That's uh, going back in time, again, was a sign of unsuredness? I would think so, because um, when you're when you're looking at a clock in a dream or you're measuring time in general, that means you are dreaming about all the lessons that your soul has learned so far in this life. Like time is a passage of lessons learned instead of Mm. actual okay. linear time, okay? That's some deep stuff. Just yeah, from a, it is. I know. And also the naked thing. People can relate to that. Yeah, for sure. In their dreams anyway. Yeah. You want to do another one? Yeah. Okay. Uh, thanks, Joan, by the way. Now, uh, Cindy has the following. Hey, Dawn. I'm on this country two-lane blacktop highway. It's Hilly Hills Curve, speed limit 50 miles per hour. I'm at the wheel. My mother, sister, brother are in the backseat. They keep telling me to go faster. I keep braking and take my foot off the accelerator. I'm scared. The sun is blinding me. I can't see ahead over the hill around the bend. Go faster, Cindy. Go faster. <laughs> They're irritated. Okay. Oh, interesting. So she's basically yeah. hot wheeling it with a car full of uh, relatives, irritated relatives. Mm-hmm. They want her to go faster. So you're dreaming about your body. The good thing is that you're in the driver's seat. Uh, when you're in a car and someone else is driving, that's kind of a little bit scarier there. Um, so it's this is about your body. It's also about a path that you're on. And, um, you know, you're working towards a goal. But there are other you're getting frustrated with yourself because you're not progressing like you thought you were supposed to. Mm. And that has to do that's coming from the part of you. That's your inner authority and the place that uh, creates things. That's your mother. And then your siblings. Those are familiar parts of yourself. And you just have to identify the qualities of your siblings. And if you love your siblings, that's a part of yourself that you love. Oh, right. Or really, it's just um, like I would have three qualities that are you, you know, and then I funny. Yeah, exactly. Funny er. Funniest. That's right. Those are your three qualities, and it's different for each person. So um, it has to do with your body. What's going on with your body right now? You don't feel in control of it, but you know you can get it on track. But you're getting irritated with your progress. Oh, that's interesting. Okay, and the sun blinding her doesn't mean anything. Um, it's really just um, that is you have so light is an awareness, and darkness is a lack of awareness. So if you maybe you've learned a lot of things about your body, and it's like blinding your decisions i feel like there's a health issue here is okay what i'm saying right. yeah yeah it's like oh i know a lot and it's sort of blinding my way to recovery okay uh cindy i hope that resonates let us know by the way guys if you get these dream interpretations and something speaks to you feel free to follow follow up uh and don can mention them now christine has a message for you don and a dream to interpret she says hey don Mm-hmm. In my dream, I was at a hotel in New York with my family waiting to go to a movie there. Uh, and there were some celebrities for an award show and they were going up the stairs. We were all sitting around in a rec room and some celebrities came down the stairs. And all of a sudden there was this big circus like show going on. Suddenly, <laughs> this is like there's so much going on. Suddenly, a bobcat started biting me, mm. and I tried to, I think she meant treat, she wrote teat, <laughs> it like a kitten, uh-huh. to get it to stop. Then a snake bit my other, girl, then a snake bit my other hand, 
A fake ro what? A fake robot looking creature pulled the snake off and I woke up. Okay. Christina had some stuff. That is very detailed. Tell us, what does yeah. that mean? All right. So if she isn't, if New York City, Christine, isn't your home or where you grew up, this is going to be a frame of mind that you're in that is um, expansive and limitless. Okay. Okay. Celebrities are an imagined part of yourself, and those are usually things that, uh, unless they're specific celebrities that you could name, you can think of like Brad Pitt and what does that mean to you? How do you see him? Okay, sure. so you have to dissect all of these qualities that you've imbued onto these people that you don't really know. So these are imagined parts of yourself. I love the stairs the most because um, in a dream, um, when you go between floors, that is the progression from your conscious to your subconscious mind. Mm-hmm. And so the first level is just your sub. Your conscious mind, second level is subconscious. So you have an easy way to go back and forth between those two, which is great. That's information that you're bringing from your true self out into um, making things a reality. So any type of an elevator or if you fall through the floor, that's a little more drastic and not great. So the fact that you're seeing people going up and down the stairs is is good. Uh, The circus show. You just like to be entertained sometimes. I mean, this is honestly the way you view your life, like a like a show. Sometimes things things happen around you where you're like, "Wow, let me just observe these people," you know. And it's kind of fun to observe. Look at, yeah, you you like life. Um, yeah. And then the bobcat is a habit that's probably a little scary to you. That is, um, yeah, you know, it's sort of out of control. But uh, you're kind of treating it like it isn't. That's the bobcat. Uh, that's the snake is your creativity um, and a fake robot. I mean, that would just be Versus something. A real robot. Yeah, this well, means like a. Yeah, I robot. don't know what's in the shape of, but it actually what you created this part of your mind to maybe stop your creativity from consuming your day because we'd all love to be creative all day. But there's no yeah. time unless you're an, an artist that's or working on, the radio on a painting. From noon to three. That's true. But we have to have structure. I can't just go off into shopping at Timu. Can't can you? I? Nope. Okay, you just that's... have to do a segment about. You know. <laughs> All right. We have one more. Do we have time? I think so. Do you think yeah, we can yeah. do a quickie? Yeah, All because right. this one is uh, going to be relatable to a lot of people. Okay. So from Terry, shortly after my father in law suddenly died, I had two dreams. He visited me. One where he was in the stands alone watching my daughter play softball. She was concerned he'd never be able to watch again. Second time he showed up for a wonderful visit, which we thoroughly enjoyed. Before they left, we asked when they'd visit next. He was very emotional and said that this was his last visit. I woke up crying but never dreamt of him again. Was he really visiting me in my dreams? Oh, Terry, that's so sweet. Yeah. So and this is her- You're right. It's actually absolutely relatable for a lot of people, I'm sure. So... When I'm interpreting these dreams, it's the universal language of mind and everything has a symbol. And so you're not ever dreaming about another person. However, if somebody is coming to you in your dream and there's just mind to mind communication and they aren't speaking, that's usually an indication that they're actually visiting you, uh, you know, before they go off and do whatever it is they do over there. (laughs) So that is true. If it's right after somebody passes, sometimes they make the rounds and visit people, but usually in their dream, you just know what they're thinking and you're just looking at them. Since this is such an active thing, um, I would say, um, and if he's speaking, it's probably just a part of your subconscious mind 
and the qualities that he had, you're you're trying to um, use those qualities to maybe close a chapter in something in your life. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Those were all great, Dawn. If people want to get in touch with you and share their dreams to mm-hmm. be interpreted, what can they do? You can go to our website, find our show page, and you'll see my email there. And um, if you just keep it to one paragraph, is it's very helpful because, you know, there are so yeah. many things within a dream that just sum it up into a paragraph is what I'm saying. So, Absolutely. Yep. All right, when we come back, Dawn has a cute little video she wants to play for us, and we're going to tell you more about what's coming tomorrow for Bids for Kids, right here on My Talk. Keyword Kids. Hey, My Talkers, Bradley here for my friends at Your Boat Club. Oh, think about being on the water this summer, on the lake with friends and family, but absolutely zero hassle. That's Your Boat Club. You guys, they take care of the work. I was just telling some friends about your boat club this morning. They take care of all the work. You just take care of the fun. You show up, boat, and head home. It's that easy. My friend asked, where are they in Minnesota? They've got over 30 locations. So if you want to head up north for the weekend, uh, if you want to go to Brainerd Lakes, check out the Mississippi River, even Duluth. Like I said, over 30 locations in Minnesota alone. But they've also got locations in Wisconsin, in Illinois, even Florida. Your boat club, best part. Family owned and operated, not a franchise. You're getting the same five-star service at each of their locations. They've got annual memberships, daily and multi-day boat rentals. In fact, you're going to hear us talk about one of those for uh, for bids for kids. But there is truly an option for everyone at The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. Oh my gosh, there's so much negativity in this world that sometimes just like to watch a cute little video hmm. of a mom with her son. Um, let's see. I will put this on our show link page. Um, it's just so cute because I think the earlier that you can, it's just, this is from USA Today, the earlier that you can have a kid be okay with expressing his emotions or her emotions, they will grow up and maybe have an easier time expressing themselves and not hold things in. So that's what this is all about. I guess this kid and his mom had an incident that morning about him not being allowed to go outside or she didn't want to go outside with him. And he's letting her know what happened and how he felt. Today, you did not make it the right choice. So you, you hurt my feelings. But not going outside, you know, Aaliyah? I couldn't go outside, so I was so <laughs> little sad. Yeah, <laughs> that was a consequence. But after I was so little sad, I was a little bit upset. Aaliyah, I, I chose to be a tiny bit mad, but, but after a while, I was okay. <laughs> you were okay? Mm-hmm. Life is like that. We get upset. We get mad, we cry. That's emotions, Mama. That's emotions, I know. And then you feel better after we cry. Yep. Even though when I was that mad, you still hate us so much, of course. Always. No. That's adorable. Oh my gosh, he's like, but even if he said something to the effect of, um, even though I cried and you were kind of mad, you still love me. And she's mm. like, always, you know? It's oh, adorable. God, that it's kid so cute. obviously has some good emotional 
vocabulary. <laughs> and the the that's emotions, mommy. It's just so cute. It's adorable. When you were growing up, did your mom? My mom wasn't really great about okay. like letting me cry too long. What do you you mean? know, it's like she didn't. Like, she's you like, had oh, enough. get over enough it. Of that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but that's just the way she was raised. So no fault there. I don't have any like permanent emotional scars from it. I just think it wasn't in the seventies. I don't think there was a lot of attention towards. Let me ensure that my child will express their emotions and grow up to be a full functioning human being. Yeah, well, I grew up in the Midwest. We didn't have feelings. No, feelings are like treasures, so bury them. Oh God, right, right. It's a line from my, a great movie. Did you? Uh, did your parents let you have emotions? They did. It was good. <laughs> we know your dad's listening a lot of times, <laughs> so you're gonna say yes. We yeah. always. I come from the family actually, uh, wherein we had to talk. <sighs> at length about our feelings. It Did was really you? uncomfortable. Oh my yeah. gosh. Which actually was super helpful later in life. Sure. But yeah, like we had to, it was like, you're not going to leave the couch. I can just picture myself sitting on the end of the couch. Like I want to get out of here. Cause you know, when you're a teenager, especially. Oh yeah. And I, I don't want to gender the conversation, but I feel like, especially the way, you know, teenage boys you just don't want to talk to anybody. Oh, and I was yeah. I was that kind of kid where I was just like, I hate everything. And, you know, I went through that period <laughs> oh, where I was like, I hate everything. And I hate you. And blah, blah, blah. Yeah. For no reason other than I was just a ball of emotions. I mean, yeah. there were plenty of reasons, actually. Therapy, thank God, has helped. Um, but, but yeah, like they were always like, let's talk about what's making you unhappy. Oh my gosh. That's great. And you great. don't want to do that. Oh, see, I think that's great from a perspective of good parenting. It is, but at the time you just, when you're yeah. in it, you're like, gross. I don't want to talk about feelings. Even. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. yeah. Since I did, were, did you work real hard uh, with your daughter to help her? I think express I did. When you have, emotionally? I felt, um, yeah, it was a little, I, you know, every kid is different. So I think I was artistic and maybe, wanted to talk more about my feelings but there wasn't really an opportunity so i you mean with your daughter um no with my parents oh sure yeah 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 um but uh, yeah i did try to try to make sure she knew like you can tell me anything at any time yeah if you're in trouble you can call me and there might be a little a few consequences like if you're in trouble, you need me to come and get you in the middle of the night. Yeah. You know, if somebody's going to drive drunk, please don't do it. That's what I was getting to, you know. Yeah. Because you just, once they become a teenager and they start to go do things without you, it's necessary to let them go do those things. But it's just like, please let me make it through these years. Mm-hmm. Let me just make it through. So oh, everything God, I is okay. Just wait. I, like I used to just sit and seethe in my bedroom at night like i can't wait till i turn 18 and i can get out of here oh i can run away that's so true me too i don't think um well we've talked about this before i don't think kids have those feelings anymore because they're sticking around longer um because of the economy certainly it seems more uh more common for kids to have better relationships with their parents more friendly i shouldn't say better i should say different relationships (laughs) friendly relationships yeah wherein i uh, whereas i did not want to be friends with my parents until probably in my mid to late 20s i didn't think of them in friendly terms it was like you're my parent and most of the things that you suggest, I'm not. Uh-huh. That's just, it was very adversarial in the beginning. Yeah. And then it turned into one of respect. Right. But I think I needed for myself to just find boundaries and my own 
life. Like I just needed that independence before I could respect anything my parents were doing. Cause you know, that independence gave me, and I'm, I feel like you could relate to this cause I feel like we've talked about this too before where that distance gives you some respect. Whereas yes. when I was up close, I was like, God, why are you always in my way? Why are you always telling me what to do? Right. Right. Yeah. You go through a period of time where you have to feel like you know everything. Mm-hmm. Like I think early 20s, like you really oh, yeah. do think that they don't know anything like at these all. These people are so dumb. If only they understood what I know. Yeah, the- I know everything. <laughs> and you're like, then you realize when you turn 30 and oh, maybe God. your life is and I'm kind sure of a for mess. you, when you became a parent, you're like, oh, crap. Yeah, like, I became I, an adult in one day. You became your parents. Yeah, yeah. So, but then I was still living at home. So there were. Yeah, because you, you, you had that experience young. I did. But that was like I my did. mother. My mother was very young when she had me. She was only 16. Yeah. So she, like, she, be, she actually had her second childhood. Well, her first childhood was like after I was grown. Uh huh. Yeah. But Truly, yeah. I'm sure I, you began to respect your parents. Right. The minute you had to start being a parent. That's that's definitely true. You know, I definitely realized what they were sacrificing. If I ever wanted to go do something, you know, it was like, okay, it's there. I have to be careful because I have to get back home. You know, yeah. it wasn't just there wasn't freedom in that. So I had um, my childhood when my daughter turned 18 yeah. and left to have her own apartment. Yeah. Then I went crazy for a little while. Sure. Crazy, I mean party time. Yeah. So my mom did the same thing, but she latent- was my mom was like married and like still like having that life, but then but still had like they they just had a social life that they she had never had before. Sure. Because she was just and she was a single mom for a long time, but Right, right, right. Yeah. Well, he's just a precious little guy. His mm. name is um You're going to put that in our show link. I am. Uh it's coming from Prince George, British Columbia, and uh he's 4 years old. Aldi is his name. Mm. So that's just very, very cute. Mike, I bet you were friends with your parents. Yeah, we they were they were pretty young. So and then they also had their barn restaurant. So I kind of grew up in that same atmosphere. So, isn't that interesting? Like yeah. oh yeah. To have that relationship. Don, do you really think it's generational or it's just because we that's it's just circum or situational? Mm, I think it's generational. Mm. I really it is because I, I don't see a lot of kids nowadays who don't like their parents. Yeah. Which is great. You know, I will say I know some of my friends like I know the what they went through and I don't know if it's always generational or just your your parenting style because yeah. there are definitely friends I have same age as me that they had a uh, some parents that were maybe parents when they were a little bit older in life and they had a different oh. vibe. So maybe it's the age of the parent more than just the, the kid. I, I could see that. I could see wherein your parenting style it also I, I would imagine it depends on your philosophy. Like sure. I'm like my parents were very much like. We are not your friends. Right. They were very like, you You will do exactly what we say until the very minute you leave this home. That's right. Yeah. And it was like, you know, today I don't think that would fly. Yeah. I heard a lot of times, I'm not here to be your friend. Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. When we come back from uh, cute little videos on the internet too, what are we doing next, Don? Want to um, talk about some food? Yes. All right. We'll do that right here on My Talk 1071.